Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures. This year they're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim and Kelly here. Hello. It is Hashtag RPG a day 2021, August the 18th. And the word for the day is what, Kelly? Uh, the word for the day is right. And you're not wrong. <laughs> and in case, of course, you wanted to. W-R-I-T-E. <laughs> and in case you wanted to do a different word, it's also dual honor and rival. So if you can write about your rival and have a duel of honor, you're good to go for the 18th. Well, how long did it take you to write that up? It didn't. It was like instantaneous serendipity. It was great. (laughs) Off the cuff. (laughs) Like a good duel of honor should be. Oh, battle of wits (laughs) with someone unarmed. (laughs) So what do you have for right? Uh, well, um, I will probably mention, I like it, I mean, you would have us write, um, like for Scion, there is, you have your, um, basically, your t- when you're tapped by your, uh, basically, divine parent, um, you always used to have us write a back, that backstory of how we were tapped. Or like an or a background or a bio for them, and I was like that because uh, for Scion, it you know, for me, it since it's mostly modern settings and stuff, it gives me more of a framework. Um, things are pretty like it's almost a little straightforward with D and D or that type of thing. Um, you kind of have a better idea, but set in a modern environment there's just so much available. It's like so many different ways you can take it. Um, at least with D and D and those, you can use charts to roll off it, to help you, you know, fine tune this. You have an unlimited playground. So it's like, for me, it's nice to, to write it down, write down that backstory, how you're, you know, tapped mm-hmm. is what we call it. Um, and it just helps give you a certain framework or starting point. 
Because, like, where my Scion character Trixie started is not where she ended up the last time we played. <laughs> she's, she's you know, taken on a whole lot more dark um, uh, than what I had initially portrayed her as. So it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I am. I'm a huge fan in almost every RPG when it comes to the player's Getting together, having session zero to find out what you guys want to play. But then after you've made your characters, separate and write some kind of background for yourself. Now, I know there's a lot of players out there that have that four-page, beautifully written background, and God bless y'all. But uh, (laughs) the big thing I'm looking for is to make sure that you have an ally, a rival, whether it's, it's, it's Nemesis or just a... You know, it could be a competitive rival against someone that's a love interest. You know, it doesn't have to be a bad guy, but it's always good when it's a bad guy. And to make sure in the background that both your ally and your rival survive your background, because so many people will do all these huge backgrounds and then kill them off before the end of the background, which Mm -hmm. totally means I'm having to use either an undead, a necromancer or a lich. (laughs) Or you killed my brother. (laughs) Though it is cool when your rival comes back as a undead. You know, revenants are cool with only a year to kill your target. Mm. That's totally a thing I love to do. Yeah. But one thing, though, when writing a background for your character, make sure to write where your character came from, where your character's wanting to go. Not where they're going to go, but where they want to go. You know, it could be your character wants to go adventure to get rich. And when you write the background, that's your goal is... My character wants to be an adventurer to get rich and return home and lord his money over his rivals. Or maybe it just means he wants to uphold the family honor line and make sure he joins the same order of knights that his father joined. Mm. Um, Another good thing for Wright is, like, because you said they had the session zero when you have session zeros for things like uh, the Dresden Files, the Dresden mm. um, RPG, where it's not just a session zero where you're like, okay, you pick your characters or you have basic idea um, so that all the characters motion stuff, you have to build the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to write, everyone has to, you know, write the, the, the whole everything about it they have to have the threats the locations all that type of stuff they have to basically write and build that world for their game environment um uh, at that time so that's interesting that's a a fun one because you can you can have more than one of course Mm -hmm. Uh, but it gives you a framework it gives us a framework and we're involved in that framework yeah. So if you want to see certain things, of course, it's a double-edged sword, too, because what you, one person's vision is may be completely opposed uh, by another person. So it can sometimes throw a wrench in the works. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I find that um, everyone works cohesively together. Um, once in a while, you get just something that's just so off the mark that it's like how do we fit this in with the rest <laughs> of everything um but it, you know just makes for interesting challenges you have to write your world yeah it's actually that's a great one to bring up because as a gm not only does it take the workload off of you but it lets your Some players tell you what 
they feel is important in the game world. So if they want to have a cool coffee shop, they can write a cool coffee shop. If they want to have a cool Dragon Hunters Inn in town, it lets them write something that they want to go to and experience. And the nice thing with the writer prompts in Dresden Files, when you sit, when you world build, is the players are aware of what's there because they create the face, which is the main character that's there, like the, the bartender, the hostess, you know, if it's, you know, who runs the place, you know. So if your players want a Danny Street from Doom Patrol, you could totally make a Danny Street. <laughs> you know, Danny Street needs the Soviet thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> Danny hey, totally, cool. Danny totally worked with Hogwarts for a while and then he moved on. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. Or they did start out in England. See, totally there. So, it, you know, a nice thing is if the players want to add to your world, be be willing to write something up and give it to your GM and share, because that is cool if you want to do that. I've had session zeros where the group comes up with for Star Wars who their commanding officer is. And it's cool because if not, I'm just going to come up with who commanding officer is and push whatever objective I made for that character on the group. So he either could be a great guy who's probably going to die a, you know, and not so great guy who you're going to find out is really doing it because he lost his previous unit and he doesn't want to lose you kids that way, too. So he's going to be really hard on you. <laughs> so if you have cool ideas as players, write them up and give them to your GM because they will definitely use them. I mean, they may totally subvert them, which, like Kelly was saying, with it could start out as one thing, but turn into something different. But totally go for it, you know. There is yeah. that, that instinct where you want to twist on things, you know, you have this great benevolent leader and then you find out he's actually a bad guy. After season one, because in season two, then he can become the bat, the next big bad evil. True. Um, another thing I thought of for right is writing notes to the GM. Oh. You don't see that as often. This is true. Writing secret notes between the GM and players is an old mastery there that totally will make your other players start to wonder, as well as it is really a good way of keeping stuff in character. Because a lot of a lot of classic in-game characters, they don't want to give information away from the other players, like especially if they're the ones that sneak ahead and steal something. They'll totally pass notes. But I, I will give you the writer's prompt. If you're going to do stuff like that, play the red herring card and write notes that don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And that's that's so for that GMs and for players. Always guessing, mm-hmm. um, especially if you play um, a rogue type character. Oh, yeah. Or somebody who's just of that bent, um, because then when you do write a note, the players are all like, OK, what are they up to now? paranoia ensues exactly so you don't <laughs> want to become like a one note you know oh they're planning something but i do think that since um you know the pandemic and um so many people using tools like roll 20 i know in roll 20 it's a lot easier to whisper because of course it's like sending a direct message to just the gm mm-hmm. so you can do it that way so that makes it a little easier and it's probably becoming a lot more common but in physical gaming you don't see it as often at least i haven't 
True, and if you do allow cell phones at the game table, cell phones can be good at that. Just be careful because then it can become really distracting. Yeah, and also, um, uh, if they're, they, can, uh, some of them might metagame too with, uh, when they have access to phones, like, oh, well, I know what that monster is. Let me bring up the stats, you know, type of thing. That doesn't necessarily mean that they match perfectly the GM's stats. They might have altered it to fit the, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, situation but still it's like come on you know never be that guy exactly never be that guy so and and writing notes like you you briefly said is a good thing too of keeping track of the game a lot of folks forget that they can write on the back of their character sheet notes because mm-hmm. let's be honest every two every two or three levels you should probably be printing up a new character sheet and transferring information but uh, there's nothing wrong with writing a shit ton of notes and pictures on your character sheets. Unless, of course, you use a tidy little folder that has a um a pouch for it to slip in. It makes it a little harder. But the simple thing is just have a notebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I do. Like, you know, Kelly, who's one of the best note takers I know because she has oh, a notebook. And she uses different color ink for different games that she's in with different characters. Well, more than that, I also use a different color ink to um, highlight treasure so that it's easier to refer back to it. Mm -hmm. And I will throw it out there with all the Roll20 stuff. The nice thing is with Roll20 is you can have notes and just give your players access to see them. As well as you can always scroll up in the group conversations to find the note of something that you forgot. So, like, if you put a dollar value or a coin value, you can always scroll up and, and double-check that number. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, you know, if you use something like World 20, you can do a discussion for the, to share with the group before game day. So you can give little reminders and stuff, which is nice. And, of course, you can write on your uh, character sheet in your bio, Secret Notes. So that way you've got access to notes on your players as well as your players have access about their own character that are only for them and the GM to see. But just remember, the GM sees everything. (laughs) Because it really is cool if you take good notes and you can have a reoccurring NPC that the players forgot about and then they're like, oh yeah, it's so-and-so and they either like them or hate them, but they get to reminisce about them either way. True enough. So write is a a powerful thing for storytellers to use as well as players. And don't be afraid to write up scenes and things and put them on post-its and save them for other games. You know, if you write something up, it will never go to write waste if you use it in another game in another place. And don't feel like you have to use what you've written down. Well, Um, then would you suggest things like uh, three by five cards, like you get an idea for a trap or an encounter or a, you know, a random, uh, thing, collect them on three by five, keep those mm-hmm. types of cards available, and then you can just like make a little file. Yeah, I used to, to love doing when we did Fate, the, the, the little three by five index cards. I also do the post-its, which is nice, cause then you can organize the post-its on paper. Mm-hmm. 
or uh, also if you are gaming online, you can do things like Excel. Um, uh, I, I used to do that for my bard. I had an Excel sheet for different um, insults for uh, my mm-hmm. favorite, absolute favorite <laughs> art spell, Vicious Mockery. Um, <laughs> so I would have a list of things. Um, that I would try to use that would be apropos to the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, if you're a player, feel free to write things for your character. Like if you're a fighter, you could totally write down different schools of fighting in your world. You know, think of how many Kung Fu and karate schools, the dojos were out there with cool names that were just different types of fighting styles. Or if you're a bard like you've done, write down songs or ballads, even Mm -hmm. if you're just writing just a title. You don't need to write the song, just the title of it, the ballad of so-and-so, you know, the man named Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Just by being able to throw out a ballad's name, that's a pretty cool thing for a bard to to be able to do. Or if Mm -hmm. you're a cleric, write down holidays. What is your church's holidays? Because as a cleric, that's important. That's a good point. If you're... I know with one of my uh, clerics whose um, background uh, they would all refer, always refer to um, uh, somebody in the order or um, <clears throat> and so I wrote down a bunch of different types of blessings and curses that would be um, fitting to the uh, God Pillar. Mm-hmm. For Sister Solace. Yes, so I could use it for different, uh, you know, to basically invoke my one of my my background, mm-hmm. <laughs> my flaw, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and if you're a ranger or a druid, write down certain uh, moots that happen. Like ranger moots would be when rangers would all get together and have a have a thing like during the solstice or the equinox. Druids, we know that on new moons and stuff, they would be doing their events. So it's one of those of if you write something down, let your GM know so they can throw it into the world because it is nice when you do the bookkeeping and writing for them and they can just slide your stuff into the world. And of course, if you can write a villain or two, your GM will love you for that. (laughs) I'll have to keep that in mind. I mean, think about it. You know, we all know Sheriff of Nottingham is the big bad, but. Obviously, we all know Friar Tuck wrote in the the witch mother of the sheriff as a, as a character to be added to the game. Or, you know, uh, Scarlet wrote in the sheriff's cousin, who's that derpy blonde haired guy. Uh, Gideon Gisborne. Yep. You, you, you know which Robin Hood I'm talking about, the Kevin Costner one. Oh, no, that was. Yeah, I, I know. who. The... Mm hmm. So it's it is that cool to, to to and if you have an NPC that gets away, feel free to write and add to that NPC and give it to your GM because it'll tell the GM that you want to see that guy come back so you can get a second shot at him, <laughs> or that guy can have a second shot at you like that dwarf in uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one that got exiled because of. Mm-hmm. The the one that got exiled because he took you guys out hunting and he made him look like a chump after he had a bunch of bad roles. Yeah, well, he really pissed off Talia. <laughs> and you all vilified him for it. I, it wouldn't, well, I 
told the truth. I, <laughs> uh, you know, and my remember, druid, my druid actually tried to, you know, mediate the situation. <laughs> Carrie, they're the ones that were. And remember not- that that your actions write your character story. Mm-hmm. Or inaction. Inaction is also a way of writing a story. Yeah, you. He's like, we came to you for help, and this person died. You're, you know, you owe us. <laughs> the orphans expect to get some kind of payment for letting their parents die. Oh God. <laughs> Send them to school. <laughs> Send them all to rogue school. So have uh, have we written as much as we can write today for August the 18th? Well, we certainly honored the uh, spirit of the, the uh, suggestion. That's good, because I'd hate to have a rival want to declare a duel for us not mm. writing enough. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, write it off. Oh, write it off. There you go. Right you are. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Okay, guys, I think we are going to write off into the sunset and call it a night. And we'll be back tomorrow with theme, storm, style, and patron. Because every group needs a patron who has a cool theme and lots of style and has a presence like a storm. I'm on a roll, what can I say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least you think you are. <laughs> at least that's the theme I'm going with. Ba-da-ba. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow for hashtag RPG a day 2021. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network, and feel free to enjoy our other shows such as D and D Journey of the Fifth Edition. And Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.